smells like wrong dog. What's wrong dog? Everything. Welcome to the Dude Catholic Podcast. I'm your co-host Adrian, here with a man who once encountered Eminem while taking a stroll down the street. When he found him, he said, I'm not afraid. To which Ramon responded, I love the way you lie. Oh, Ramon. Yeah, you are. Took a while for that delivery, didn't it? (laughs) I'm Ramon. Yeah, you are. Today, we finish... A series titled Stand By To Get Some, with an episode titled Perseverance. Our scripture today comes from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 7, verse 8. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning, and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Mm. Delicious. So let's get this podcast on the road. I see that you have the definition for the word of the day. And I think that's a really good way to begin. So let's flip this script around and have you start it off. Because that's actually the idea that I had. I just don't have it in front of me. The dictionary has very interesting um, definitions, but I think this is very accurate, especially when it comes to faith. Steady persistence and a course of action especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Hmm. Right? Another one. Steady persistence in a course of action, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. It's kind of powerful. Yeah, it is. Because who talks like that, man? Who lives like that? Right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy, too, because I know I'm not the best example and I'll never be. Man, I, I work in, 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 in the jails uh, for now, and there's these inmate workers that work there, I guess for lack of a better expression, <laughs> and uh, they're very respectful, the workers, most of them at least. Like I said, every group of people has jerks, but but most of them, they're, they're, they're pretty good. And even the older men, they call me sir and, you know jailhouse rules i guess but but some are very genuine in in the way that they call me sir and i treat them with respect not because they treat me with respect but because it's the right thing to do and you know to make a long story short the other day i was getting off the elevator to go to the the kitchen to to pick something up for the the inmates like because it's the law and it's part of my job and he's like hey good morning mr garcia he's like hey how you doing brother he's like ah oh, man tell me something about it being a beautiful day and it was a beautiful day i don't know how you could tell because it's indoors and there's no windows in there <laughs> but i don't know there's something about him that just whatever so he uh i was like yeah that's right 
It's a very beautiful day. Long story short, he said, you know what, deputy? There, there, I like you because you treat people like people. And then he gave me a chocolate muffin. I'm not going to get all touchy-feeling, but it was cool. Great. <laughs> Cho- chocolate muffin. It ain't no- it's not nothing. Yeah, and it's crazy because for all I know, this guy is a rapist, a murderer, something. I don't have to know that. I don't care because I'm so human that I'll probably look at him differently. You know, persevering in your faith is... is I'm not saying this is the right thing to do because I'm actually choosing the coward's way of, of dealing with this. Because if he was a rapist, I probably wouldn't talk to him. And that sucks on my part because I'm letting the, the, the human, the reptilian part of my brain take over and go, <clears throat> you suck. Yeah. Instead of having that merciful, compassionate heart that should not judge because I'm not the judge. You can pick it up whenever you want. I just don't I'm, know how I'm to gonna, close I'm going to pick yeah. it up right now, but I, I wanted to let it settle because that's heavy. Yeah. You know, one thing is to uh, persevere when things are good. You know, like just to be good at what you're doing because what you're doing is good and the people around you are good and they just make you better at your job and this and that. But when there's certain things that get in the way of you being who God created you to be, that's when perseverance comes in. And I'm so glad that you picked that definition because it's so it's so fitting with the one from the catechism. And it's not really the definition, but it's really just a note on how the moral virtues, which you were talking about right now, mm-hmm. um, grow through these things like education, deliberate acts, and perseverance in struggle. You see, it's not enough to, to keep going when things are good. I mean, it's, it's the challenging thing is to keep going when things are crap. You know, one of the things we thrive on in this podcast is that we talk about our failings. You know, like we talk about being called out. We talk about man boobs and failing at being pure when it comes to our sexuality. You know, I don't know if that's the reason why, we, uh, why we're not one of the biggest podcasts and we don't want to be. Why? Because we don't want to be Catholic speakers. We don't. Want, that's not the goal of this. The goal of this is to persevere in struggle. Like paragraph 1839 of the Catechism says, which I was basically quoting. Because divine grace purifies and elevates the moral virtues. So let me read it again so that you can see why it's so good to use this paragraph in context. Once again, paragraph 1839 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The moral virtues grow through education, deliberate acts, and perseverance in struggle. Divine grace purifies and elevates them. So when we go to work, we go to work with humans. You know, that's one of the things that makes work kind of challenging. But we can take one or another approach. We can take approach A, which is... I hate Monday. I look forward to Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's every day is the other approach. You know, and we, and we grow not only in moral virtue, but in everything that we do through educating ourselves in what we're doing, to know our craft, to do deliberate acts, to act on purpose, to not be there just following a certain set of rules. And following the rules is important. Don't get me wrong. But knowing why the rules are there and doing it on purpose, not just by accident, is one of the things that makes us better at what we're doing. And perseverance and struggle. That when things don't work out the way the manual says they should, you're still doing your best. And I want to kind of 
kind of give give props to you right now not just you know hey quick pat on the back because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing but but you know and giving us a strategy for how to do it you know it's none of your business why they're there you're treating them like people because that's what they are you know if if i knew everything that my students go through i may feel tempted to treat them differently to give them a break to cut them some slack to prepare the road for them instead of preparing them for the road. You know, and that's the same the same approach that I that I want to believe I'm taking in parenting. You know, to prepare my kids for the road rather than prepare the road for my kids. Because that's not the world that they're going to encounter. That's not the world that they're going to live in when they leave my house. They're always going to have home. It's always going to be their home. But I need to make sure that they're prepared to walk out of that door and to make myself obsolete, that they don't need me. If their trust is great, there is no limit to my generosity. Jesus said that to St. Faustina. I'm, I'm going you know, take a few steps back here and kind of repeat what I just said earlier on. Yeah, I'm just doing my job, but yeah, treating him with respect, all that. Yeah, good for you, Ramon. But this, this, uh, this thing right here with uh, Saint Faustina. If their trust is great, there is no limit to my generosity. And seemingly, it it, it just I don't know, man. Like I don't want to make it seem like I'm I'm giving you know shining this guy some light. It's actually not necessarily quite the opposite, but it's just, I feel like I'm benefiting more out of this. Like I'm actually being persistent in, in choosing the, the, the right path, I guess, to walk in the right path. I don't want to sound like I'm full of myself, but in that, in that path of righteousness where not that I'm overlooking what he did, but... This is how we spread the gospel. Because I fist bump these guys sometimes. <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. Like I don't, I'm not just in there fist bumping every inmate. <laughs> don't get it get, wrong either. Getting the mental picture. <laughs> right? It, it's not, I'm not like, hey, what's up? I'm seeing John Bosco and I'm hey, here buddy. saving every, every soul. I'm not that awesome. But there's certain situations that require you to open up a little differently. Because most of the interactions I have there is a dead stare in somebody's pupils and just kind of nodding like, I respect you. But be aware that you will be treated, that you dictate how you get treated. Hmm. Whatever that means. You dictate that. Even then, like I'm giving them the power or the illusion of power, I guess. <laughs> but again, you know, not to get all dark here because there's nothing dark about that. It's just I'm giving you respect. There it is. You decide what to do with it. And then on the other hand, it's those that see some goodness in you, something different. That, yeah, you know, some deputies don't treat as well. 
cool, that's on them. But at least this little Mexican guy, you're going to get a little something different. Yeah. Because I have a mission, not just going in there and put in my 8 or 16 hours and then go home and be bitter. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny how how the little bit that we that we do, you know, the little bit that makes us different is huge. You know, I'm just thinking about I'm I'm nerding out on how we're 2% genetically different than a monkey. No, that that's the only difference. 2% in our, of our DNA that that much worth of a difference is what we have between us and the monkey. And 1% between me and someone that looks completely different from me. I'm only about 1% of my DNA away from being another human. You know, and it's just that little bit that makes us, that makes people able to distinguish who we are. Whether it be in the way you treat other people or in my own silliness in the classroom when I say, hey, 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 I don't dismiss you, the bell does. (laughs) <laughs> like all the other teachers say the opposite and like, what <laughs> and that, that's one of the ways that you disarm people you know it's like just that one little thing that makes you different than that other guy and hopefully you know the, the hope is that we get to change the culture that we get to change things in such a way that people feel valued and that our environment gets changed by how we act into something that God may recognize because God has, has certain wishes for us, just like any good father does. But much like that quote of, of, Saint Faust, of Jesus to St. Faustina, um, I'm going to butcher it unless you read it again. So. If their trust is great, there is no limit to my generosity. You know, uh, we, don't, we don't say too much about our upbringing, but there was a time when our dad came over here to the states and we were still in uh, in Mexico and and my mom was sharing with us right now that uh, that he was gone for a month and we had nothing and she she was thinking to herself if he doesn't come back within a month I'm gonna start I'm gonna start working again and she did it with such I guess trust, he could say. Some, some nonsensical reassurance or, or knowledge that she was going to have work. That work was going to be there for her. And, and I don't think we sometimes appreciate how hard it is to get a job for some people. Because of that trust. Maybe we can't name it. But it's ultimately trust in God. And God is giving us that reassurance that I'm going to take care of you. And sometimes, sometimes we have the wisdom to recognize it. And I was just thinking about, about how this time, you know, when, man, every single summer since I started teaching at a Catholic school it has been a struggle. And thank God for that. Because we're talking about perseverance. 13 years of being a teacher and not having anything during the summer does something to you. And 
if you react the same way on year 13 as you did on year one, then you haven't learned a thing. But one of the things that I've learned is that if I trust God, everything is going to be okay. And one of the things that I was sharing with my mom right now is that the only time I would worry was when I was worried about how not worried I was about my situation. Having three kids, having been told we don't have enough students to, to give you a job next year. And I was still good. And I'm not trying to use myself as a model of positivity because I've had several years in a row where my prayer was, God, I trust you, but you're scaring the crap out of me. Sometimes with more colorful language than that. Um, I feel like my words weren't rolling off the tongue so good right there. The English is hot. Indeed it is. But yeah, it's, it's pers- little examples of perseverance. You know, but like I said, that 1% difference makes everything new, makes everything turn out a different way than you expected it, makes it, it makes everything turn out in a way that, that wows people, you know, because like we say all the time, it's not nothing. We, we should have a rule that when someone says it's not nothing, the other one has to follow up by saying it's not nothing. I, I don't know. Let's do it. Because we've been doing that, but, but we haven't said anything. And one time I said, it's not nothing. And you didn't say it's not nothing. I was like, oh, something's wrong. Are you okay, Ramon? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, that, that, that perseverance, man. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to put it. And I think because I don't know how else to put it, I'm going to shut up and let Ramon close it off with whatever he has. I feel like I'm kind of all over the place, not really making a concrete point, but... That's why we edit. But it, it it's kind of making the point, I think. Yeah. Um, but here, just bear with me with one one more of my crazy ideas. Shut up, Ramon. Just just, <laughs> just say what you got to say. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of you guys are familiar with Tim Tebow. I just started following him. I always liked the guy because he was very counter culture yeah and i don't even remember where he played in in i think florida whatever i I don't care i don't care for the patriots yeah but that was he played for florida in college or i don't know i don't know who cares where he played yeah got it yeah um and he would always kneel like to pray every time he did something good every, every time he did something not so good he just got on one knee and prayed I always thought, huh, there's something about this guy. Mm-hmm. And then recently, um, I saw something on, on Instagram and I started following him just because he, man, like, he just seems like such a good Christian dude. Yeah. There's a scripture, Hebrews 11, 1, chapter 11, verse 1. Our hope is rooted in the promises of God. You know, when times get tough and, and you just don't want to do what's right. Just remember that our hope as Christians, as Catholics, is rooted in the promises of God. And if you don't believe in the promises of God, then you're kind of screwed, man. It's true. Yeah. Because our hope is not a wish. I wish things would be would have a certain outcome. Our hope, our Christian hope, means that we believe in the promises that God made. 
I remember I spoke about this a few weeks back that I was feeling kind of, I guess, lonely in my heart. And I was asking God for strength and a bunch of other stuff. And then I got more loneliness in my heart. And then he put that desire in my heart to, to be with my family, to be with my mom and my brother and my sister and my nephew. And that's when I felt like God was saying like, hey, like that emptiness and loneliness, that's an invitation to be with, with your family. And I still felt kind of lonely, felt kind of lonely. But that perseverance, like that, that breeds perseverance when you're willing to go th through that. And when you root your hope in the promises of God. Where it doesn't matter what somebody did or didn't do. You treat them like a Christian. Because you're a reflection of Christ's love here on earth. At work. Whatever it is that you do for a living. That's your time to shine. Whatever it is that you do at home, that's your time to shine. Even if nobody's looking. So pray for us. And we'll pray for you. Ferrum. Ferrum. Aquitur. shouldn't be spreading that around. <laughs>